Hi, and welcome to Sustainability Bites, the podcast sponsored by Switzerland Partners. My name is Margot Ployan. I will be your host for today. Today, I am very excited to welcome Isabel Bourdam to this podcast to talk about a new European communication campaign she is launching. Welcome, Isabel. Can you please introduce yourself? Yes, nice to be here, Margot. Um, and my name is Isabel, and I'm a sort of vegetarian expert in the Netherlands. Um, I'm a, a food blogger, uh, founder of uh, communications agency Green Food Lab, and founder of The Week Without Meat. Yes, and it's The Week Without Meat that we're going to talk about today. We are very excited to, to see you. Yes, so The Week Without Meat is actually a very interesting and hot topic because we see an increased interest in climate change and the vegan lifestyle. You were part of the pioneers in the Netherlands. You describe yourself as almost a professional vegetarian. So how do you analyze this evolution? What is the impact on the food manufacturer and retailers? Um, yes, it's super interesting. I became a vegetarian when I was nine. And I can tell you, like, the shelf with meat replacements was completely empty. And even when I started my food blog, The Trendy Vegetarian, in 2013, I was still, like, a very weird species being a vegetarian. And that really lifted off. I remember the first, like prominent chefs creating vegetable menus, uh, also in the high-end scene. Um, I remember many um, meat replacers uh, popping up and also um, uh, making the quality better, um, looking better at their processed ingredients. And I think the last five years, the scene really has been booming. And it's super interesting to see, like, in retail life, there is always an expression, the shelf is not like elastic. Um, but when it comes to meat replacers, sometimes it seems that the shelf has become um, elastic because um, uh, there are now so many options. And some of the shelves, especially in the big cities, are even as big as um, the um, well meat shelves. So you really see um, that uh, people realized that it's not only for the climate and for personal health, but also commercial, a super interesting scene. Yeah, so we can really see that the increased interest like drove the offer to be widened up and to have more option, which also is like, it's a virtuous circle because if we have more option, we're more likely to buy or to make a lifestyle change, right? Definitely, definitely. And there is now something for everyone. Indeed, we can see that like the vegan lifestyle, the vegetarian lifestyle is more and more becoming mainstream. It's not reserved to a few of people. Uh, but talking about the topic that brings us today to discuss, uh, if we can start with the basics, I wonder if you could tell us more about the Week Without Meat, which is actually this European communication campaign I was mentioning in the introduction. How did you start and what is the goal? Um I started a week without meat in 2018. I think around 2017, after the climate agreement, uh, it started to annoy me uh, that um, from government and also from bigger companies, there was no attention for the climate issue um, when it comes to the impact of meat. It was all about the gas, uh, solar panels, electric cars, and I really felt like a big... Um, well, space of opportunity was left out of the discussion. And 
and um, well, being the trendy vegetarian, I felt the urge to do something about it myself. And um, that is why I started talking to companies in the food industry to sponsor me to create this nationwide movement. It started as a dream, but uh, in the end, um, on uh, March 5, 2018, I was able to launch the first Week Without Meat. And um, it even got to the, um, well, eight o'clock television journal in the Netherlands. It really was picked up very, very well. And this was like the, um, well, the jump towards a, a yearly recurring campaign that really changes uh, the food behavior in the Netherlands. Um, I can say that after six years, uh, we see that 65% of the Netherlands knows the campaign and uh, one in five Dutchies, which is 2.7 million adults, have participated. So that is huge. And I'm very, very proud that 85% of them actually changes their behavior and continues to eat less meat thanks to the campaign. So yes, that's something I'm super proud on. Yes, and you should be because that's really a lot of impact. And uh, it's so exciting to see people also continuing beyond the campaign. That is so important. That really showcases behavioral change. That's really, really impressive. And now building on the success of this national campaign, because you mentioned we have such yeah, long-term behavioral change, so many Dutchies that are actually interested. You got the opportunity to go beyond uh, the Netherlands and to five new uh, European countries. This is super exciting. Uh, so if you could tell us more about this and especially how are you going to approach to expand to new countries? Are we going to like use the same practices that worked so well in the Netherlands? Are we taking a new approach? Yes, I'm super excited. Um, it has always been a dream of mine to um, uh, expand over borders uh, and create the impact that we created in the Netherlands, also in other countries, because the meat problem is not only here, of course. Um, I mean, it's everywhere. And if there's anything I can do about it, I would love that. Um, so luckily last year we were able to get uh, a little piece of funding from the European Union to get us kickstarted. Um, similar as in the Netherlands, the um, whole um, well setup of the campaign is still that it's being funded for execution by the food industry. Um, I really like that approach because um, collaborating with many food industry partners like retailers, brands, uh, restaurant chains, caterers uh, in the broadest sense of the spectrum uh, enables us to um, create a snowball. Uh, all these brands, of course, have their own um, community, have their own consumers, have their own communication channels. So it really makes us strong in creating a movement. So that is definitely one piece of the puzzle that we will keep similar in all countries. Um, at the same time, that makes it difficult, of course, because we need to align with so many partners to get our funds to be able to actually execute the campaign. So um, uh, we never have a dull moment. Um, but I think one big learning from the Belgian market, which is, of course, the first country we go to, um, is that it's so important to not just go into that market and, and, and launch the campaign, but first talk to all the relevant stakeholders, make sure that all the people who are connected to this topic um, are aware of the fact that we are planning to come, um, that we do some political massaging here and there before uh, actually starting to recruit partners. Um, and that is definitely something we will do in uh, the other markets as well. 
Yes, you just mentioned about Belgium, actually, and uh, it's like a neighbor country, but it has its own very specific ecosystem with its own habits. Uh, and you are going to launch the campaign very soon. What are the dates again? Uh, we will be launching on October 20, 23rd, uh, so October 23 to October 29. And uh, yes, we're super excited to get all of Belgium, Flanders, Brussels, Wallonia uh, into eating not meat for one week. Yeah, and discovering like the traditional dishes, but also like more international dishes with a different version. So if you are living in Belgium and you are interested, please make sure to mark the dates in your agenda. But it's not only Belgium, right? You have other countries on your list. Yes, that is right. So Belgium is the first one in uh, this year. And then next year we will be heading to Germany and Denmark. And 2025, we will be heading to Austria and Spain. So uh, yeah, very exciting to have all these countries uh, coming up. Yeah, and very different different countries as well, because like knowing personally, I have an experience living in Germany, you have like quite a strong offer of alternative meat, but some other countries are a bit more traditional, for instance, Spain. So very interesting to see uh, how the campaign will do in all of these different uh, markets. Yes, you're totally right. All these countries are super different. And um, one thing I learned along the way already is that it does not need to be a replica of the Dutch campaign. We really need to look at the local market and what is specific for it so for example i believe belgium is like a super culinary country so we really make an effort in um, empowering and embracing chefs within the campaign um, so i'm hoping for some really prominent chefs maybe even a michelin star chef to not serve meat on the menu for one week uh, so um, this this is the way we're looking at like very specific tactics for specific countries But beside the week without meat, uh, what would be your advice to the average consumer or even the food manufacturing brand if any of uh, those two categories of people want to adventure themselves towards like veganism or vegetarianism, explore a little bit? What would be uh, your advice or recommendation? Um, I think one of my first personal learnings is that uh, when it comes to uh, eating meat, uh, people always feel like meat is really creating the taste of a dish. But uh, when it comes, for example, to a pasta bolognese or uh, a chicken curry, it's really not the meat that makes the taste, but it is the sauce. So those are great examples of dishes where you can easily swap like the cow mince for like vegetarian mince or uh, the chicken for vegetarian chicken pieces and I honestly believe that uh, you won't taste it and also when you have maybe like a, a husband or a child that does not want to eat a vegetarian uh, please do like don't tell them and uh, serve the, the vegetarian dish with the vegetarian meat um, I'm really really sure that they will be convinced so I think that is one uh, important thing and also really do realize that you can make a difference by eating less meat. Um, on our website, uh, weekzondervlees.be and semensanviande.be, um, we are also sharing the impact numbers uh, of every adult not eating meat for one week. You're really saving up in terms of liters of water and also in terms of uh, CO2 emissions. So um, you really need to believe that when you not eat meat, for maybe two or three days a week for the full year, um, you're making a big impact and uh, you're really fighting climate change. So I really hope that's also 
well, um, one way to do it for people because um, it's good for you and it's good for the planet. And lastly, when it comes to companies, um, the Week Without Meat really needs support. We want to make it a nationwide movement. And this is your chance to be at the crib uh, of the first European uh, edition of this campaign. So if you are interested in uh, collaborating, um, please reach out to us. We are really looking forward to, uh, to talk to you and, um, well, make the most out of our impact. Yeah, it's always very nice to hear like some very concrete tips on how you can make a change. And now that we're reaching the end of this discussion, which is actually a discussion that will continue outside of this podcast and that should continue outside of this podcast, what would be your message to our listeners? What should they uh, aim to do and how can they support you? Um, well, please write in your calendar October 23, the start of the first week without meat in Belgium. And please go to weeksondervlees.be, semainsanviande.be um, and enroll because then we can actually inspire you um, with our newsletters, with our recipes, with our kickstart package. And also, please do follow us on social media. We would love to engage with you and help you to make some impact. Thank you so much, Isabel. Thank you so much for joining us. And we are reaching the end of this podcast. If you are interested in joining this campaign, do visit the website that Isabel just indicated. And if you are interested in becoming a partner of the campaign, we encourage you to contact her. You will find uh, some more details in the notes of this podcast. In the meantime, we're looking forward to have you back on this um, sounds and uh, have a good day. Bye. Okay, I need